All right, guys, welcome to the Investor's Guide of Memphis Real Estate. I'm your host, Dean Harris, and I'm always with Douglas Kilworth. How are you? Hey, man, doing great. Um, we are here to bring you this podcast to give you guys the uh, boots on the ground knowledge to be a successful investor here in Memphis, uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, listen to it on Spotify, Facebook, the videos, everything that uh, that you can find us. We'd appreciate the like and subscribe. Show sponsors are listed on the screen below. Couldn't be here without those guys. Mm -hmm. Um, so Love excited them. to have them part of the team and not to mention couldn't do the show, but couldn't run our businesses with, uh, without those guys. So, um, zoom calls, we're doing zoom calls, um, There's every other week. Okay. We're trying to mix them in there. If you want to be a part of those, shoot me an email, Dean at crestcore.com. And I do help buyers and sellers every day here mm -hmm. in Memphis, Tennessee. So if you're looking to buy, sell any uh, investment property here, uh, shoot me an email, Dean at crestcore.com. Today's podcast. Yes. All right. So this topic, you know, ask us how to start in Memphis, Tennessee. I get the question a lot. Hey, Dean, mm -hmm. I've got, I'll just use an example of a call I had last week. I've got $300,000 in cash and uh, I would like to come into the Memphis market and uh, begin my real estate journey. I don't know a lot about Memphis other than my research. What would you do? And I've had that question somewhere near 400 million times. <laughs> yes. Just shy Absolutely. of 400 million. Yeah. And um, I went back and forth for a long time on really the right strategy. Because if you just ask me, what do you do here in Memphis and what's the best way? I burr. It's yes. the only thing I do. Okay. It's okay. All that, but that's me. Yeah. Now. So that, that's me. But I, the only thing I do is burr. And that's yep. all I'm going to do is burr. It just works for me. But I'm not, I'm here and I can monitor things and I can stop by the house. So it's a little bit different. So when I started to think about that question long and hard, and I've said it, you, this will be a repeat if you listen to every single podcast. But my first suggestion is buy something conservative, mm -hmm. be easy, don't take yeah. a big chance. Because if you do, you might be out of real estate investing altogether. In other words, if you went to your stockbroker and you said, hey, what should I start off in? He's not going to give you something that you could maybe lose all your money on, yeah. right? He's going to speculate on cryptocurrency. <laughs> that, that's not. Yeah. No, that's not. You don't want to speculate. Man, that's a phrase. You want to no, invest. That's exactly right. So we're not going to speculate on anything here when you ask me that question. I get very, very specific and I get very, very direct. And one of the, and you can interrupt anytime because I'm just going to tell I this will. story. I and go tell with you, yeah, I've got that. So thoughts here. I go through this with investors and I say, Hey, yeah. you know, my first question is, are, are you in this for the long haul? Does this really, because you know how you guys get you investors, you think one way for a little bit and you try something, but is this really, are you in it for the long haul? And if your answer is yes, then here's my advice. I would always buy a higher end rental in a a a a minus yeah. b plus market that is going to be super safe dual incomes in the household great school district desirable area with commerce and jobs but it isn't going to retire you right okay. this is not going to be the greatest return you're not going to buy one of these and think real estate investing is the greatest thing ever and you're going to get rich here's what it's going to do though it's going to start your business it's going to start some cash flow. I don't care if it's $200. It's going to start something and you're going to begin. You're going to get to know me. 
You're going to get to know uh, the podcast better. You're going to get to know Corlin. You're going to yeah. get to know Cora property, uh, property management here Who at Crestcore. You're going to get to know the title companies and yep. our general contractors we refer out. You're going to become familiar with everyone. Yep. And then you're going to get a little bit of sense of comfortable, like you're, oh, wow, okay, I'm going to tell you to do it again. I'm going to tell you to buy another home with yes. a down payment yeah. that's in a good area and repeat all that again. Now you're going to have at least two. I will stop there. If you say, hey, I've got two, I feel comfortable, let's try something else, I'm okay with you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would advise, again, if this is long haul, maybe get another one. Okay. Now you three or four good rent checks coming in. You're going to see some turnover. You're going to see some action. If you get one house, you'll see a little bit. You'll get to know me. You'll get to know everybody. But as far as your monthly quote action, there's not going to be a lot, Yeah. you know, especially if it's a good house, you're just going to collect rent and you're going to get bored. So again, I'm going to encourage you to move up to three or four. Once we get to three or four, then we can kind of look back, hey, what's going on with the properties that we've bought, cash flowing, everything's going great. Oh, there's a little hiccup here. We'll address all of that stuff because there's going to be some. Then it's time to explore. You want to burr? You want to go to an area that's a little bit more challenging, but the numbers are better? Uh, you want to try a multifamily? Last week's podcast, we yep. talked about multifamily properties. Yep. You want to try a duplex or a triplex, or you want to try something like that 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 is a little different fix and flip fix and flip even okay and why short term rental because if that doesn't go right in here let yeah. me just tell you yeah. on a burr property it's 20 percent of the time is something's going to go wrong yeah not not tragic yeah. but it's going right. to go wrong rehab's going to be more take longer yes yes it won't rent as much yeah. whatever yeah. would that's go right. wrong interest rate goes up again yes. or whatever that's right. that's there's right. going that's to right. be that's something right. during there yeah. that doesn't that's go good. right that you're going to say ooh. and if you start with that process and it's a little bit of a drag, just like speculating on crypto, you might be out of it. You might say, oh, no, forget yeah. that. Forget yeah. that. I'll put my money in something yeah. else. I don't want to fool with that. And it just sets you up for me for the potential to fail at real estate investing. Yeah, I think, I mean, wh what you're saying is you, you need to come into this and build a strong foundation. Yep. You know, I mean, I'm, feel, I'm feeling like a preacher here where it's like, yeah. man, you got to build your house on the rock. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's right. That's don't, right. Don't build it on the sandy land. You that's know? right. And, and, you know, come in and get a, a firm base from which to work and to operate. Hunker down yeah. and then start kind of doing the things out, out from a position of strength. Yeah. And... Uh, I, I love it. I mean, that's personally what I do and have done. I mean, I love I loved what you ask people. Are you in this for the long haul? Oh, right? I have several questions first. Yeah, before, which is like, great. Because it's like, what are you, you know, what's your goal? What's your strategy? How are you going to implement that? And if you if this is for you, and I, 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 I kind of real back the tape, rewind the tape and think about like, for me, it was like, hey, I wanted to get into long-term rentals so that I could, you know, so that like it, that, like, I think it's like, how do you answer that question? Yeah. You're getting in or how do you finish that sentence? I'm getting in long-term rentals so that yep. dot, dot, dot. And that's like, for me, and everybody's like, will be different. Everybody's going to be different. Right. Yeah. And so for me, I was like, I want long-term rentals so that I can build a business that serves other people. Yep. And I saw long-term rentals as providing a foundation of cash flow and asset value. 
So like I was going to be able to start with something yep. that I could operate from. It gives you a position of to make decisions of le of leverage. You're in control. You're not making any desperate decisions in your life out of need and have to haves and things like that. It's providing you a mental state to make better decisions. Yes. And so for me, it was that, that, that firm foundation. I was like, I'm going to build this house. Yep. Here we go. I've got this foundation laid and then I can go do what I want to do and how it fits in to that. And if you, and that's exactly what you're saying. Like, yep. Hey, get, get a, get a portfolio. And I, I have that. And you have that. We've built some portfolios that provide that and built some other things in our mm -hmm. lives, a business, mm -hmm. that then you can start doing other things from that once you have that position of strength. That's right. There are regrets. One of the things I regret in starting out is that I didn't buy as many of those houses as you described. <laughs> I think we... Don't we all have that? Yes. I mean, like I, I wish example. I had bought as many high rent, high value homes on whatever mortgage it took to get them, to get them, you know, call it in, 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 when I, when I look back, it's like, if I had bought, when this is Fannie Mae had, had the program, it's like, you can buy 10 houses and your spouse can buy 10 houses. So together you can buy that. 20 houses in there. Were, these were what days where you could, you could do a delayed financing. So you could burr it even into that. Yep. So, but and you could turnkey it into that and you could buy, you know, the houses you described yep. and put them on a 30 year mortgage and get that cash flow. And you could have built up a base that they're going to, not only are they going to cash flow, but they're going to appreciate and yep. to operate from that. And that's not where I started. I started with, uh, more challenging houses that were better deals on paper, easier to get in, easier to get in. And, and a, and a lot of those worked, but man, a lot of them didn't. And a lot of them aren't in the portfolio anymore. Right. But the ones that you're talking about would be would be portfolio keepers. You know, they're like the franchise player that you build the team around, right? If you get the draft pick, you don't trade the number one draft pick for five, five round, no. right around five no. picks. No. You like, no. I want, I want this solid start to my team and then I can build around that. And that's exactly what you're saying is like, go get some really good solid foundation and then build around that. There's a if million you examples. There's of a that. million examples. Fast of food that. places do it. Yes. You know? Chick-fil-A does it. Yeah. It's like they started with that chicken sandwich. Yeah. It's like once you get, it's, I mean, it's kind of like the football season started. It's like, man, once you, the second string doesn't play, right? You, you get the starters in there and when they get a big enough lead, then you put the second string in. Yeah. That's what you're talking Cause about. Cause you're like, comfortable. Cause you're comfortable. Once you get those, that conservative portfolio that you've learned and you're doing and you're in control and you're winning, then you go do something risky. You have a little bit longer safety rope. Yes. If you make a mistake with some of these higher end, more conservative properties, it isn't as costly or damning as it is if you make a big error on a burr like that. I might, you know. So, yes, you have to come in and get something to stand on. You have to get yes. something to sit on, stand on, something. And back Ride to, in, yes, yes. Something. And, and I just remember one of the things I wanted to say about your conservative approach, because it's an investing, investment versus speculation, yeah. right? In Warren Buffett, everybody loves Warren Buffett. Warren yeah. Buffett's teacher 
was Ben Ben Graham, Benjamin Graham. Yeah. And he talked about that an invest he talked a lot about investing versus speculating, investing versus gambling. Yep. And for him, the definition of investment was really simple. It was like safety of your principal, mm-hmm. like the money you mm-hmm. put into it, mm-hmm. and an adequate return on that principal. An adequate return on the money that you have put in to the investment. Cash That's, on cash. That is what, what you're talking about. Is uh-huh. like you want a safe investment. You want a real investment. Nothing uh-huh. speculative. I want to get a safety of my principal and an adequate return on my principal for the risk that I'm taking. That's right. And that's all we're looking for in this scenario. It's very simple. That's how you start. Yes. I do not say come in and do things that are... Swing for the fences. Gosh, man. man. Let's hit a home run on the first pitch. Let's go. Let's run a Hail Mary on the first play. But you know what that is if you sit back for a second. That's a get-rich-quick thought process. That's not... In my mind, I hesitate when the person comes in and says, man, I want to burr. I want to flip right off the bat. They'll be in and out quick. I'm just telling you, it happens there because their mindset is not patient enough to take a long-term buy and hold. That's the difference. So like if you if you need capital for a reason and that's why you're doing it, that's one thing. Yeah. Right? Okay, I don't have capital to buy rentals, so the only way I can do this is to borrow from Corlin and flip a property or two and then I can use that money. Okay, let's yeah. talk about that's what you're doing. Right. But if you're wanting to do everything and you come in and it's like I got I want to do buy and holds and flips and I want to do all this like I just want the best deal wrong that's my opinion but that is wrong and i don't feel like coming into our market and because i've seen doing a little bit of everything a little bit of everything i think is the most horrific thing you could think about if you come to memphis if you're coming to memphis to do five things you're gonna fail at three and a half of them yeah that's but what's what i've seen that's what I've seen. Now you might come yeah. in here and do and prove me wrong and great. damn dean. You're okay, the uni- you're the unicorn. Yeah, great. Congratulations. What I'm trying to tell you is what I have seen a trillion times with investors that come in and we have this conversation and they either work with me or they don't. But we're a small town. So if you're gonna come in here and start doing stuff, we're gonna hear about it. And it's <laughs> yeah. just it's just gonna be out there. So that's my point. It's like come in and be safe. Then let's explore and get creative and start doing some different things. Your business is built. You've got some yes. stability. You know all of us. You're getting you know more familiar with all of that. So yeah, that, no. that's my initial advice when people say, "Hey, what what do we do? I've got this money. Not everybody's got 300k. I understand that. I've been torched on this podcast before <laughs> for acting like somebody's yeah. got money. So if you're listening and you're one of those guys, like I they're have, not listening. Oh, I they have just been troll you to torched. troll and. Uh, yeah, but and people, I, that's a I legit call, right? That's a Somebody legit calls call. said I got yeah. 300,000. I get okay. those calls all that's the time. That's great. And so you're if, here to help. And now. I'm here to help that person. So if you don't have 300K, please don't comment on here and torch <laughs> my ass for, for saying 300K. But that is the truth. And that is that is right. I mean, stay safe to start. To start. I mean, when you first learn to swim, you don't jump in the deep end. Yeah. Like, just play just, from a position of strength, man. Like, why would you want to play from weakness and having to having to hit a home run we'll end on that that's my position on it i of life. never li- of, of life that's, a, that's i hate one the- making a decision because i have to or i need to right I t- it happens but i try to prevent those when i'm in my business and i'm especially thinking for my rental portfolio the last thing i want to do is be like i've got to make a decision three or four here right here like i hate that I want to be able to know, let's plan ahead and have all that done. And I want to make decisions for the long haul. If you're buying a property 
Would you <laughs> rather buy from a seller who is in a position of strength or a position of weakness? Right. So see, see you where you'd much rather buy from that person yeah. who's like, I have to sell this. Right. Versus the person who's like, oh, I don't have to sell it. So don't be that be, guy. You want to be that person. Or gal. You want to be that person who's got that coming from a position of strength yeah. and being in control. And this is the way to do it. Uh, 100%. This is the way to, this is 100% the way to start in Memphis. I, I agree. If there's any questions, we can help answer anything else you wanted to ask. Great to show, this. man. No, yeah. if you if you like this, just subscribe. If yeah. you need help today, yeah. call Dean. Dean at Crestcore.com. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in.